All right. Uh, welcome back to Branched Out. I'm Clayton, and this is Zach. We are on episode two now, and we're going to start it off the same way we did last time. We're going to do some alcohol. Uh, this time, it was Zach's choice, and we're doing a... Corona Sunrise. Corona Sunrise. That's the one. Um, he's going to kind of walk me through how to do this, because I have no, absolutely no Mike's idea. Right. What? Your mic is on, right? Yeah. Just double checking. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. So, how are, you, how are we doing it? All right. So we take our lovely Corona. We're gonna pop the top. We're gonna drink down to the bottom of the neck. We gotta do it kind of fast because I don't know. Yeah. Take. Um, so do you want to drink the, down to here first? But we drink. I yeah. hate Corona. To where? Here. To the bottom of the neck. Okay, great. Mm. It's not as cold as it should be. Perfect. I thought it was cold. I don't like Corona at all. Right. Um, then I'm going to drink a little bit more. Let's get it down to like, right. Oh, we're doing a little further. Okay. Dude, I should be a bartender. <laughs> then we're going to take our, we're going to take a shot of tequila. Oh dude, this is not going to be good in my phone. I don't think I'm going to like Tequila. This. Tequila. We're going to do a shot of tequila. Dump <clears> it inside. I just realized that people can't see us. So, okay. We're pouring a shot of tequila and then we're dumping it inside like right now. Yep. Dude, if I miss this, I'm so sorry. I hope it's not too much. I want to be honest. It might be. Oh, dude. Oh, I did. You got it, it perfectly in? Mostly. I think I got like two drips on it now, but sorry. We'll have to clean that up later. Nice. Then uh, I got like a couple drips, but otherwise. The rose, ro I'm assuming. So we do orange juice. Roses, grenadine. Grab, grab that orange, orange juice. juice. Not talking. I don't think that's how it's written, but or pronounced. Yep. You know, you're pretty close. I'm sure you're spot on. Spot on. Um, I don't. I think we. Yours get a lot more than mine. I think I drank more of my drink down than you did. That's fine. That's gonna taste the same, right? Mine will probably be a little stronger with the. No, because you got more beer. The beer. Yeah. And then how much are you putting in here? I would fill, yeah, probably, right yeah, probably about half the neck left. And then we take the grenadine, we do a splash of grenadine. Look at us bartenders also today. No. Look at look how it's like separated. That's pretty sick. Yeah, dude, mine's so much lighter than yours. That is cool though. But yeah, let me see this real quick. Good. All right. Oh, that was less. Yeah, might have been too much, but. All right, let's talk about the first topic while we're doing this. Yeah, sure. Um, so it actually makes sense because liquids, you know. Um, this is a pretty well-known topic. So got it's going to be the start one. Do you think that water is wet? I really hope your view is different than mine. No, it's not. Yes, it is, dude. It's not wet. Why not? Because when something is wet, it has water on it. Okay. But I agree. Water itself cannot be wet. Dude, are you ready for mind fuck? All right, so think about it this way, right? In the lime juice. The concept of being wet is the attachment of water molecules to something else, right? Mm -hmm. So the only way that water is not wet is if you can singulate one water molecule because at all times, water is attached to other water molecules. Okay. So it's wet. That's a fair assumption, but... Isn't that, like, it actually makes is sense. Is the earth flat? No, it's a cube. All right. That was probably a little bit too much lime. But I feel like... If the earth is not round, it's a cube. It's a cube. 
Flat makes absolutely no sense. A cube would make sense. We While agree. we're on these such controversial topics, is God real? I'm kidding. <laughs> we don't want to dive in. Anyways, uh, was here. Okay. So we're just gonna do like what we would do if there's a lime in it. Flip it over. I didn't know that that was a thing. Mix it. Yeah, I don't do beer, so I feel like it's gonna pop my finger off. Oh shit! No, no, no! Don't go anywhere. <laughs> stay, stay there. Mine went right up to the tip. Okay. Nice. All right. It doesn't look like much of a sunrise, but you know, mine's kind of more of like a pink lemonade. Men's call. That's your topic, bro. That's yep. number two. Oh, damn it. You were supposed <laughs> to know that. What do men's cars say about them? Dude, this is, this is a fruity drink. I don't know what it's supposed to taste like. I forget what the TikTok said, but I don't mind. It's supposed mind. to have a specific... Okay. I don't love it, but I don't hate I, it. Either. I'm with you. I'm with you. It's it's It kind of has a like a... Was it supposed to have more orange juice? kind of has like a peachy flavor to it, even yeah. though there's no peach in it at all. Was it supposed to have more orange juice, more grenadine, more lime? I don't know what's going we'll on. We'll find out. Wait, let me... I really don't know. I don't even, I'm not even a big fan of... Yeah, I got that tequila <laughs> real quick. <laughs> Maybe there's too much tequila. I don't know. That tequila was there. I don't like tequila. I don't like orange juice. I don't like Corona. You know, that's really funny because, I mean, I like orange juice. I, obviously, I don't love tequila because I'm not really a huge liquor guy. I love especially liquor, light, but Especially light liquor. Tequila has like a dust taste to it. I can't, I can't get behind orange it. Orange juice I've never been a fan of. I think the one thing I can get behind with this drink is the lime juice. Need more lime juice. It's more orange juice is a move. Okay, I'll give this the test. I do like with more orange juice. Orange juice. Orange Shit, orange juice. This is the Corona. Jesus Christ. Um, right. we got another splash. Do you want to hop on that that car that car talk? Men's car talk. Yes. Give me that thing. All right. You, go ahead. You can ask the question. So the topic that I want to talk, that I kind of think about, I want to know your opinion on. I swear to God, if you say Prius. Do you think men's cars, like what a man drives, says something about them? I think it depends. What do you think are specific cars that have either a positive or negative connotation towards a man or of a man and like kind of what is, the, you know. The surrounding idea. I think if you have a big truck, you're compensated. I think that's like, like not like a big truck, but like if you got a big truck with the lift kit, like the the eight inch lift kit, and you got the big old tires, bro. What if you just like mudding? And like crazy lights. What if you just like mudding? Have you been, bro? Have you seen California trucks? Like people like like I love mudding. Mudding's great. They do it everywhere. But California, bro, I don't know what it is. They love ginormous trucks with like crazy lights on it. Yeah, and and it's too they do much. that everywhere, man. I can't, it's too much. So the one thing I'll say is, um, I, I don't necessarily think having a big truck, especially if it has mudding tires or whatever, is compensating. Maybe I think always. having a big street queen or whatever, what are they called? Road queen? Is that what they call it? I forget. Where it has these big ass rims on it, and it doesn't have tires that are made for mudding it's made for just the street it's got the but street. it's a oh, giant the lift yeah, yeah, yeah. and they're widened up. road queens road I, I mean i think they look kind of cool but i personally would never drive one 
the point of a truck is to be able to get dirty and work and if you want to do that, that's for you. But I think it destroys yeah. the problem. You might as well get like an Escalade. That's a good point, actually. The work part about it is yeah. maybe I still want my truck to look good if I ever had one. But I also like <clears throat> the dual functionality where See, I like it can look yeah. good, but also I can throw stuff in the bed and not be worried about the it. The perfect in-between. I'm totally yeah. good with the perfect in-between. Now, what about if a girl drives a big truck? I'm so biased, bro. I love that. <laughs> 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 I so, know I love it so much, dude. I don't know why. Like yeah. it's just a thing. So I've I've actually been talking to this girl, and she is real small. She's like she's got like this big under five little... foot, and she she just bought a big Dodge Ram, and she barely comes up to the mirror. No, <laughs> that makes no like I I like the concept of driving something practical. If you are this small, tiny person, bro, why are you driving this thing where you need a booster seat? Like, <laughs> like why are you in here? Like, I swear, it's, uh, what's the movie where the kid, like, puts books under his seat and then, like, ties them to his feet so that he can reach the pedals? I don't, I'm not sure. I know. Dude, but, like. I like Mikey throws a spare tire in the seat. That's too much, bro. Like, just get a vehicle that's, like, you can still find a vehicle that looks nah, cool. She, she still sees over the steering wheel. Just she, bare, she's just not. <laughs> she's looking through the holes. Bro. <laughs> every she's got to get like a three prong steering wheel so that she can see every time she turns and everything. <laughs> nah, man, I I think it's cool as hell. I honestly I, I like it. I I don't know why. Like yeah, I think it's a joke thing because like with dudes like. I feel like most guys make jokes about it, but in the back of your head, you're like, I wish I had that. <laughs> I probably wouldn't. I would drive a Dodge over a Ford. But oh, you're one of those I people. Drive a Dodge. You're like, dude, screw. It. I like old Fords, like the old Ford pickup trucks, built to last, bro. The real Fair. built, not built Ford tough, built to last. I would. Ford trucks. I think I would. I would buy a Ford truck if it was like, a, if I had the money, obviously, and if I didn't feel like it was a waste. What about if, if, if basically if I had my pick of the litter and they were free? Maybe I would pick one of the like the new like brand new top of the line Ford trucks because they got like the laptop holders that come out and they have all these no, crazy dude, features I'm not and okay. shit. I don't like that. They so, have some crazy shit in there. So I had a 2008 Nissan Xterra before Gen 80. Yep. I love that thing so much. When I get out, I'm gonna buy another one, mm. even though they discontinued the entire like the line. Xterra yep. line. The reason why I love cool. them is yeah. because Nissan's motto is literally everything you need but nothing you don't. I hate getting into my car and feeling like I'm stepping into a cargo plane or a cockpit for a plane. <laughs> like I'm literally getting in there and I'm like, there's like a bunch what of the shit. Fuck does yeah. this button do? Yeah. I have no idea. It's too much. Well, okay. What about some other like cars? It. What about a person that drives maybe like a little ricer? What about a Subaru guy? Chris? What about Subaru guys? Oh, you <laughs> want to bring up the Subaru. Um, what about, what about Mustang guys? You know, guys that drive like, Dude, I paid, no, I paid, <laughs> look, I paid four grand for that car in Guam, super cheap in Guam, and it only has 60,000 miles on it, and it's a 07. I'm not like, I did not ever think I would drive a Mustang. I like SUVs, like that's my go-to, yeah. because like I am a very social person, I like to go out and do stuff with people, but I like the work concept, like I like trucks, but I hang out with like a bunch of people at a time that I can't just like go out and buy a truck because 
other places, not Guam, because yeah. it's legal in Guam. I can't just throw them in the bed of the truck yeah. and then drive off. I have to have that room space. But Subarus. <laughs> I think there's definitely some sort of stigma behind the Subaru guys. And I think I fall into the stigma. Perfectly. So I'm not like a race guy. Like I'm not like one to go to like street races. I would love to do it every once in a while, but I'm not one of those people who's like, I got to go every Friday. Yeah. But I feel like people who own Subarus are like the people that want to. <laughs> <laughs> they are, bro. Yeah. The people who want to be into that stuff, but they can't afford like well, it's, crazy. It's ironic that you say that because Subarus are actually typically pretty expensive. No, but what's but funny to me. I get, I agree. I actually think of it kind of the same way. I'm like, oh, you want to go fast. But, you know, then I bought one and I'm kind of. Stock in the, and I, and Subarus I are not that expensive. The same. The, like the WRXs? I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay, never mind. <laughs> but like, I feel like stock Subarus, like generic Subarus, right? The ones that you see that are like crazy, like pimped out. I feel like they're cheap. And then people spend so much money on all the like attachments and like uh, third party parts and all the extra stuff that they do. They're still pretty expensive. I mean. How much do you pay for your Subaru? Uh, it's a 2009. I paid 12. 12K. Yeah. Nope. Not. Yeah. I'm good. They're. They're expensive and, uh, nope. you know, it's kind of like, it's like Jeeps, except I don't think, well, Jeeps break all the time too. That's the ironic thing about Subarus and Jeeps is somehow they hold their value really well, but both of them break Jeeps, a fuck ton. Jeeps are the best quality for when it comes to holding their value. And oh, yeah. Jeeps are also like a plug and play. If something breaks, yeah. all you got to do is and then yeah. suck, drop that sucker back in like a puzzle piece. <laughs> <laughs> for those of you who didn't listen to episode one, feel free to listen to that and, uh, Catch the little whisper, whisper of whisper of puzzle pieces in there. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Um, yeah, I I kind of have a rule for myself that, and I know this is kind of like a dumb concept. I'm not paying more than eight thousand dollars for a car yeah. unless it's a classic. I get that. Like my dream. The reason why you brought up Dodge trucks. 1969 Dodge D100 with a wooden extended bed, seafoam green. Godly. That's my end-all be-all of trucks when I'm old, dude. I'm going for that. I'm getting a 2016 Indian Scout. And I'm oh, shit. completely happy with life after. Yeah. And more tattoos. Yeah. Then I'm good. Um, are we dodging into uh, military yeah, stuff? Next? Yeah, let's do it. Um, bro, your handwriting is terrible. Yeah, Mine's worse, is. but it's better than mine. All right. So... How do you feel about advancements and uh, ranking up in the military? Trash. What are your... <laughs> I say this. So today was advancement day. Um, for those of you listening, I'm doing air quotation marks. Uh, so today was when people got advanced. And like when you join the Navy, they're like, oh, if you choose your rate, you choose your fate. That's the that's the saying. And I and everyone's like, oh, it's, it's kind of bullshit. But like in reality, there is only there was only one person that made rank in the what I was going for in the entire Navy. And it sucks because even though you know you're not making it, dude, it comes around and you're like, oh, it's the day. It's I'm the not day. making it, <laughs> but it's the day. And then you don't hear your name called and you're like, I didn't know this, but it still fucking sucks. Yeah. It's ironic. Uh, the, first of all, it's it's interesting that you guys have one day where everybody makes rank on the same day. You guys are... Oh, in you the, guys in are... In the Air like, Force. So we yeah. do a thing where you test somewhere in the early spring, early summer, and then the people that were like deployed or otherwise busy uh, during the normal testing season test towards the end of the summer or in the fall. 
uh, and they call it out of cycle. But then after that, if you make the rank, you get a line number. Everybody does find out on the same day. So I guess you find out on for for E5, you find out on September 17th. Or oh, no, we all sometime in September. E4 through E6 is the exact same yeah. for everybody. But every uh, as far as ranking up. I know you guys like make the rank right away, for the test. but you don't get paid it for a long time. Yeah, unless but you get mapped. Air Force, you don't. You make the rank, but you don't actually put the rank on until later. You get a, you get what they call a line number. So you could be they'll advance, say fifteen thousand people. I don't know how many it is. I forget. So that's how it works. And, and, and you will wait until your line number comes up. Now the people that you know are have been in longer, have been in the, their rank for longer. Uh, look better on paper, stuff like that. They obviously yeah. get better line numbers. And then the people who it's their first time and then maybe they didn't test as well, uh, they they get it at the end. So that's but. how we do it with pay. So for pay, like, so today was the day for advancements, yeah. right? So we take our advancement exam. Uh, because of COVID, we haven't been taking the advancement exam for E4s. But normally you would take the advancement exam. And then when they look at your stuff, they're going to look at how you did on the test. They're going to look at how long you've been in the Navy what your physical fitness testing is. And they'll be like, all right, well, this person looks really, really good. And they're not really gonna look at your evaluations. Evaluations are kind of like a, like a, um, what's it called? Like a grade freaking. Yeah, yeah, we have, we have evaluations. And it, it basically says like, this person did this, this, and this, and then you'll get like a score out of five points. We have the same. Yeah, same and um, if it, they normally won't look at what it says unless it's really close. So like last cycle, I missed by 0 0.04 points. So that means that the people in front of me and behind me, they looked at us and had to be like, all right, this person sucks. Clayton sucks. <laughs> like, not necessarily sucks. Like I did really well. Like 0 0.04 is like yeah. super close, but they really have to like get into it and look at everything before they make a decision. Um, but after they go through all that, they decide who is going to advance and then they'll release all of them at the same time. Yeah. And then they'll set a date for everyone to get pinned. Okay. They'll pin everybody, and then it's kind of like the 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 number thing, the line, with it with pay. Even once you get pinned, you don't so, get paid no. until. So because so, so like fucked. literally, people that got they got advanced today are getting pinned next week. That's super quick. Yeah. So normally, what will happen is the best person will get paid the first time. Yeah. I know people that didn't get that paid so for like, to like five months. If you make the rank and you're doing the work of that rank. I Dude, I'm doing this. Is, okay, I'm gonna get. I'm a little biased right now. I'm a little heated yeah. because I am the highest qualified E3 on my ship. Yeah, I have OOD. People that don't know what that is, that's a qualification that chiefs get who are E7s. I'm an E3. Yeah, it's not a. It's not a qualification that you would get in general on a normal ship. It's for. It's for. It's for officers. Nice. I have that qualification. I'm that's the highest qualified E3 yeah, on the that's ship. Crazy. Didn't make it. That makes no sense to me, but like, I get it because I chose my job. My job is such a hard advancement job and I kind of got to suck it up, but in the back, I'm a little mad about it because I've been working my butt off. I've been working at an E5, almost E6 job like level. Yeah. And I'm still not like yeah. some jobs. I literally have to get designation letters to yep. work because they're not for my rank. They're way above my rank, and normally I wouldn't be able to get them. Yeah, and it makes me mad. Nice, <laughs> really makes that's me. that sucks, man. Unfortunately, but it's unfortunate like that you didn't make it. It's a cycle. I actually test again uh, Monday. I well, te I test on Monday for the second time in my career, 
And uh, it's funny because I'm so close to getting out, even with my last test where I still had, you know, a good year and eight months left uh, because I knew it would take so long to pin on. I was like, well, yeah. I'll only have it on for like six months. But now if I make it, I won't pin on before I get out, no matter what. So, so I didn't even, I didn't study at all for the last one. And I just figured, okay. Just Christmas tree or skin Actually, <laughs> for the for last one, it was like, I'm going to leave my fate up to, you know, like the Air Force gods. Let's see if I am smart enough. It was kind of a pride thing too. You let's see if I'm, study at let's all. See if I'm smart it. enough to not study at all and make it. And I missed it by like 13 points. So if I just studied for like one day, I scored a 60, 64 on the test. If I had studied for one day, I, I would have probably made up those like additional 13, 14 points, whatever it was. Um, yeah, but this year I'm going through. I'm circling C on every answer. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. But like for me, the cool thing about this is my biggest worry was that I was gonna make it, and then I would have been a little mad at myself for getting out. Yeah. So now that I didn't make it, I'm like, oh, you're dude, good. there's nothing. You're scot free. Yeah. You're getting out. I'm not worried about it. Oh yeah, we've been talking a lot about it's careers. Great. I'm pretty yeah. excited for Clayton to uh, also exit the military. Um. So. I kind of want to talk about this next section first. Uh, Before this one? Yeah. So what do you feel about um, what do you feel about leave when you take leave and the time that you spend at home, okay, or, or and, and people visiting you while you're on leave? People, and this is a common thing, people will come up to you or they'll text you. You'll be like, hey, I'm home. You'll, you'll tell everybody who you actually want to spend time with and they will tell you to come see them and they might live up to an hour away or whatever. That's hard. Like, I know your view is probably really different than mine. And it's my view is very different from other people. They didn't choose for you to leave. That's fair. So when I come visit, I'm the one who left. So why should they have to go out of their way to come see me? Because you're going out of your way to go home. But are you going home specifically to see them? You're going home to see everybody you care about. I just like, actually, typically, you know, and here's the other thing. I'm actually not going home to see them. I, I do want to see my friends. I do want to see Yeah, you them. do, but you're and not I, going to see And that's why I let them know that I'm home. But I go home to see my family and I spend t a lot of time with my family. And if my friends can't at least come to the same town so that we can go out to dinner or fucking whatever. I'll meet halfway. Typically, you know, actually, I would meet halfway. And there's people who I've offered that to. Uh, but some people like, I'm like, Hey, like you want to hang out? And they're, you know, I might let them know a couple weeks in advance and they're busy. I get like, I have one friend, he's, he's been like there. one of my longest time friends, like since we were three, uh, in the past couple of years, we've barely seen each other at all. Uh, and he, he's super busy. He works 60 plus hour weeks, every single week works Good on the weekends. Call. And so I get when he's busy and he says he's busy. Um, and, uh, but if it's a somebody else, if it's not like they're crazy busy and I completely understand it, if they got time and they want me to come see them instead of me, instead of them coming to see me or at least meeting, meeting me halfway. Dude, in reality though, I'm not worried about it because if they're not willing to come see me, then are they really worth being your friend? Yeah. That's typically, like, how, I don't, that's typically how I feel about I don't care, sentence. Dude. If you're not going to come visit me, yeah, I don't care. Well, and here's the other thing about leave that most people don't understand. Um, maybe it's a little bit different for you, but for me, when I go home... First of all, it's my time off of work. In the military, you get 30 days of leave. You get every weekend year, off yeah. to, or whatever your schedule is. You typically work five to six days a week. And uh, 
And then you get the extra holidays. You know, they give you three day, four day weekends whenever like the holidays come up, right? But when you're on leave, that's your time off of work. And uh, people don't understand that it's a full-time job and you work no matter what. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's my time off of work. And when I go home, there's a lot of people that I want to see. There's a lot of people that I want to see that want to see me. And it is stressful. I get, I literally get like, I don't get stressed about a whole lot. I don't get anxiety about anything except for when I go home and I am stressed the fuck out like the whole time. And then especially for the last like week, last like three, four days that I'm there, I'm like, did I see this person enough? Did I see this person enough? And if I say no to hanging out with somebody, then I feel terrible. Dude, I'll go to town. Like, you know, we were gone. I was, we just got back from deployment. Literally, I met you like probably a week after I got back from deployment. And they give us like a 30 day period where we only have to come in for our duty days, which was only every six days, the carbonation, that thing. And um, I'm like, I want to go, 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 go. Like I'm ready to do everything at all times. I don't want no relaxed time. I can have relaxed time when I'm working on the weekends. That's fair. Like, I don't care. I will. And like, people know that about me. So like, people are not worried about me being like, no, dude. People say, you want to go do something? I'm like, let's, let's get it. Because I did that for a long time. I yeah. just didn't do anything. And it was awful for yeah. me and for other people. So You know, and it's not like when I go home on leave, I expect to sit there and do nothing the whole yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, part of me wants to chill chill a lot. And the other part of me wants to do everything that I could possibly create memories with, with whoever yeah, I'm, I'm spending guy. time with. But shit, I don't like, I just don't like the stress. Like, it's weird. I, that's one of the things I can't wait to not have to deal with anymore when I get out is... I'm at home and so I can see all my friends and family all the time and I don't have to worry about if I've spent enough time with this person and, you know, when I won't get to see them for eight to ten more months. If I take leave too, it's also going to be like for a specific person. Like my mom lives away from everybody else. All my other family lives away from everybody else. Um, If I I go home, like I got a buddy, um, Jacob, I can go home and he'll be like, Yo, you want to go off-roading with me in your trunk? And I'll be like, let's go. <laughs> so I, so we do it all. We've done it all the time. Yeah, it's like true. a thing, dude. And it's fun. And we'll be like, all right, throw them in the trunk. And I'll just <laughs> go, to, go to town, dude. That's some interesting. That's that's actually an interesting conversation. What's the most interesting or like craziest thing you've done with your buddies? Like men, we do some stupid I, shit. So I this is really, there's some stuff that is. Okay. Uh, what's your most crazy legal, legal thing? No, I, I'm. Everything I've done is legal, bro. Naturally. Like, naturally. <laughs> uh, no. Um, I've done a lot of stupid stuff, dude. Um, I People in trunks, dude, like going off-roading. Um, <laughs> I kind of got into some trouble doing like ding-dong ditch and then did some other stuff that I've told nice. you about. Can't bring that up. But uh, longboarding, like yeah. on the back of cars, like nice. go down the highway. Oh, Jesus! With Christ. a rope, dude. <laughs> so I, that's funny that you say with a rope because the the thing that I was gonna bring up that was like pretty crazy, not that crazy, but it was a fucking great time. Was hooking a ski rope up to the back of my car and rollerblading. Oh yeah, that's a mood. That was fucking yeah, literally the best thing I think we've ever done, and I actually can't wait to do that again when I go home. Um, but we did that when we were seniors in high school. I went to a, flan- a, a family reunion, a family <laughs> reunion with somebody, and um, her family was like, "Yo, you guys want to ride the four wheelers?" And I'm like, "Absolutely!" So we get on these four wheelers, 
and I fell off, but I didn't let go. So, so I'm like dragging until oh, they stopped. Jesus. And they're like, dude, you want to do it again? I was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> so I like laid on the ground. I grabbed onto the back bars and they just drove. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like hanging like, yeah. I was like, thank God some stick wasn't like just yeah. sticking up at an angle, dude. It's just some stupid, stupid stuff. Especially like you live in a small town. Yeah, of course. You have to do like the dumbest Me and my buddy thing. used to uh, put a sled on the back of a four-wheeler. We actually did it with a truck one time too. Uh, we were I mean, they had like a work truck at their house, you know, and they had a, yeah. they had a lot of land. And uh, we fucking attached a sled to the back of this truck, like on a rope, and drug each other around and like went and basically doing donuts. We were slinging way. each other around. And I remember their dad, like my buddy's dad being super pissed that he was doing like basically donuts in the yard in that truck and tear, Dude, tearing up the grass. Minnesota, bro. We used to drive on the frozen legs yeah. and just SUV, uh, just donuts like crazy. Have you seen those videos where the dudes have like the dirt bikes and go-karts and they ride them on the, the fucking... Yeah, dude, those are cool. Um, I think that sounds better than ice fishing. So ice fishing is the worst sport <laughs> in the entire universe. And like Minnesotans will completely disagree oh, with me. Course. Midwesterners will too. I don't understand the concept yeah. of picking the most patient-driven sport in the world and then throwing freezing cold weather into it. <laughs> and not only that, we're going to stick you in this tent that's thin as fuck. Yeah. Like that's going to help. And we're going to throw a heater in there. Yeah. We're going to throw a heated object on a on a ice that melts, <laughs> and then we're gonna dig a hole, which is gonna melt make it fast like, enough dude, for it to do anything. Though, dumb, freezing cold it, weather. It, we're gonna throw. It is, an, it is interesting that you say that though, because of the fact that you add heat, the heat element to it, it's pretty counterproductive, and it's better to just fish. Dude, and it's free. Why? <laughs> I'm not gonna sit, bro. You go fishing, right? Everyone's like, oh, you gotta be quiet when you're fishing. You gotta sit there. You gotta throw that fucker in in the water, and you're just gonna sit there until you get a fish. Yeah. And it, it could be like an hour, bro. Two hours. I hate fishing. Before you get, I love fishing. Do you really? I love fishing. But you set ice, bro. Yeah. You're sitting, you, you, and like people in Minnesota, they're like, I'm going to get on this ice. I just got told we can finally get on it because it's just got thick yeah. enough. I'm going to bring my big ass fucking truck. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm going to bring my, my heater. It's hot as hell. I'm going to dig a hole into the ice. I'm going to throw that sucker in there. I'm going to sit for two hours. Yeah. Not saying a single word, hoping to God that something. At least they get to sit there and drink, but no, bro. Oh man, I'm not not into fishing at all. You know that drinking is the worst thing to do in cold weather because you don't know if you're cold because yeah, fair enough. Because drinking makes you warm, so you could be like frostbit dying, bro, and not have a single clue. That's a good point. Not doing it. No, thank you. All right. (laughs) It's dumb, bro. It's dumb. I fucking I just hate fishing in general. And but the, which is weird because I could sit there and hunt all day, and even if I never see a deer, I am somehow never satisfied. Been hunting. Never Some, been hunting. Somehow satisfied. You should do it. It's a good time. It's a good fucking time. I want to. But I want to go bow hunting. But what do you think about? All right, I know you wanted to talk about PT, physical right. fitness. What about what are your ideas of physical fitness? I wanted to bring this up because you told me, and correct me if I'm wrong, that there's no weight requirement for you guys. No. Are you serious? See, but the difference is you still have to meet the the running. The sit-ups and push-ups, which they're actually we changing. We have to do it's planks instead of and, the sit-ups. And there's a, there used to be a waist measurement, which they just did we away still with that. Do that. They just did away with the waist measurement, and they're changing the entire fitness Dude, program. Okay. But so so you're it's ironic that you say like there's no there's no weight thing, but if a dude is too fat to make what you would consider like an av- a normal is it BMI? In the Navy, right? We don't do that. 
But if a dude is too, if a dude is too big and he weighs too much, he's not going to meet the other physical requirements. You don't see fat people in the navy or in the air force. I was just saying the navy, bro. In the or navy, you do see fat. I'm people. fat, bro. No, you're not that. What <laughs> I was like, I was fat, and like, um, so I've seen some big boys. In the oh yeah, dude, some big boys in in the navy, right? So so like me, right? Six six feet. I have to be 196 pounds. Oh, that's absurd. I am not 196 pounds. I'm 196 pounds. Yeah, it's not <laughs> happening, bro. Yeah. I'm a wide guy. It is not <laughs> happening at all. My personal belief, and if you can't make weight, you have to do BMI measurements, right? Okay. Which I barely pass. Yeah. But in my honest opinion, bro, if you can fit down a hatch, you're good. I think when you go to MEPS, which is like the introduction for yeah. the military, you go to get like measured and see if you can do the duck walk. They, yeah, all they the do all the medical crazy requirements. Things. They test your aptitude and yeah. your mental capacity um, and all that shit. And then they, they turn and cough kind of thing. And then they also do like a uh, like they put you a in medical, a room and they, they yeah. put you in a room and they tell you they ask you if you've ever smoked weed or done any other drugs. And mm. then they like try to like. Talk you scare into you. you. They're like, if you lie on this, you will go to jail yeah. forever. No, but like, I think it's dumb. I think in all honesty, bro, in the Navy, I think they should be like, yo, if you can do this physical fitness test, if you can run a mile and a half in under, I think when you're 18, it's like 12 minutes or 11, 30 minutes for yeah. a mile and a half. If you can do that, you can do the planks, you can do the sit-ups. And when I joined, it was sit-ups and push-ups and the run. If you can all do all that and you can fit through this hole, yeah, <laughs> you're good. Yeah. I don't understand why they're so adamant about like weight when it's like, dude, if you can fit through this hole, if you can go down this hole in a hatch with a SCBA, which is like a firefighting CO2 canister on your back. CO2, just oxygen. It's not fucking CO2. Don't ever fucking try to breathe. Don't don't listen to this fucking electrician. Don't ever try to breathe. Don't listen to this fucking electrician about firefighters. First of all, first of all, (laughs) in the Navy, we are firefighters. You can't because could you imagine, dude? Hey, maybe if you ship? didn't bring your vape on the ship, there wouldn't be fires. I don't. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't do that. That's, <laughs> that's against the rules. Um, Naturally, you don't bring. It no, in the navy, you have to. You have because could you imagine, bro? You're in the middle of the ocean. Your ship is like blazing on fire. You can't do anything. <laughs> that would suck. You have to have everybody has to be firefighting grab, trained. Grab a life raft. Everybody has to be serious. No, you never ever, dude. They say ship, shipmate, and self. That's what your 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 level of priorities are. You have to make sure that the ship is okay. If you can't do that, you got to make sure your buddies are okay. And then at that point, you're like, I can care worry, worry about myself. I know that most people in the navy are not like that. Yeah, but that's how it is. Um, what is your view on? Female requirements for PT for PT and male requirements for PT. I have a big thought process on those. I I mean I think they're pretty adequate. Really? The, no, no. I know you're probably going to disagree with me on this. Oh yeah. But if we already have, at least in the Air Force, okay, in the Air Force, there's not too many jobs that a man can do that a woman can't do, and and the few that they I would agree, and the few that they can't do, they're they're not they're restricted on. They can't do it. Yeah. But if a woman can be a pilot in the Air Force. Here's I don't my, think there's I don't think there's any difference. However, with the physical standards, they have them separated, and I think it's fine because there's still plenty of women who fail PT tests. So if so, here's my biggest problem with that, right? So the whole concept of of lowering the standards for male females is equality, right? They want to make it equal opportunity for females to join. The problem with that is in the Navy on ships, it's super close quarters, right? There's not a lot of room to walk around on a ship. Say, say we get hit by something, right? Say something hits the side of the ship and something falls on someone and I'm there. It's me, 
two other people. Mm-hmm. And I need someone as a runner to go inform medical that yeah. we need medical assistance. Who am I going to choose? Probably the faster person. How am I going to know who's faster? I don't even want to answer this. I am going to choose the female. Not because I think they're faster, oh, okay. but because I know for a fact that the male requirements yeah. are higher than the female. So I know that if we do have a chance of lifting this thing off of this person, yeah. that the male and I are going to have a better chance because I know that he's required to do 42 pushups and she's only required to do 12. Is it really that drastic? Yes, maybe? dude. It's wow. like I'm required to do 42 pushups along with the mile and a half and the planks. I don't think it's that drastic in the air. Force, I think it's 14 but. for the same age for females. 14 or 16, something of that of that nature. That is crazy to me. I actually don't know the minimums to be honest because I've never felt like I was close to the minimums. On oh, dude, I'm desk. like. But I know the I'll maxes stop. and I know the max for pushups is 67. We're all stopped. And I think for the girl, for the females, I think it's like 45 or something. So it's it's like a 20 gap. But if that makes the minimum like 38 for guys, oh shit. It's drastic, dude. It's crazy. <laughs> I don't understand why. As and like, I realized. The and I, yeah, it's so drastic. And like, I, I understand the concept of like wanting to let females in. But I think if you really want to get equality when it comes to military, I think you should either lower the males or hire the females. And per- personally, I think that you should put it right in the middle. Because I think that you should have it all the same because I would rather have an understanding that every single person in the Navy yeah. can carry this much amount at the same time. Now, I will tell you, there's some girls on the ship. There's one girl, bro, she used to be a, a physical trainer before the Navy. She could kick my ass yeah. in a heartbeat. I'm not trying to get no fights with her. But now, if it's somebody, if it's two people that I don't know, I'm going to go with the dude because he meets a higher his minimum is a higher requirement. I think it depends. I'm gonna look at what the guy looks. I like. mean, if I see some dude, if I see some girl and she's out here like yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger up, like yeah. Ronda Rousey, bro, yeah. I'm not, I'm not gonna pick I've, the dude. I've absolutely seen some guys in the Air Force who I'm very surprised they're in the Air Force. I know that they leave work every day and they sit in front of their computer yeah. and they game for hours. Nothing wrong with but that. But if they look the same and. Dude, I've seen a lot of guys who I'm wondering how they got in because I'm like, there's no way you run a mile and a half. How was that guy? In- dude, take a guess. Not even fat guys though, but like skinny guys Bro. that I'm just like, dude, how'd you even do the pushups? My fast, I know this is not like crazy fast, but what would you guess that my fastest mile and a half? Fastest mile and a half? Yeah. Your best ever? Yeah. What's your guess? I mean, were you big when you got in or yes. were you fit when you got in? Okay. I was big when I got in. I had to come back in. to maps because I had to lose weight. So... And just for the record, my fastest mile and a half was my last mile. I'm going to say like 11.35. 11.20. Okay. Yeah. Which is fairly fast for someone my size. Yeah. Like like I ran like a 12.20. My requirement I think is 13.30 because I hit yeah. the next bracket. But like I've been going faster than some skinny guys. And I'm like, yeah. dude, what is going on? Yeah. Bro? I'm out here carrying like 200 and something pounds. <laughs> and you ain't running with nothing. Yeah. It makes no sense. I think... But I struggle on my push-ups. My, my fastest was a 917. And the, the 100%, the max, uh, to get 100% on the PT test was 912. But that was in, that oh, was in basic. I was 18 years old. Yeah. I was still, so do you put I in was full still effort? superhuman. When you do your PT test, do you now? put in full effort in general? Oh, back then I did. Now? Dude, now, I'm to the point with working out 
where it's not like it's that hard on my body. I know my body can still do it, but mentally I don't want to feel the pain and, and I don't do it enough. So I actually have gotten to the point where even the stuff that you that should be easy and isn't necessarily that taxing on my muscles, I'm just like, why am I doing this to my literally? Why are you running <laughs> in the fucking middle of this? Dude, shit. I'm doing the bare minimum. Like I'm supposed to do 42 push-ups. I'm doing five extra yeah. just in case I miscount. Yeah, I'm doing five extra. I'm doing 47 push-ups yeah. because I know I have to run after that. I'm not putting all my effort into push-ups, I, and then I have to run no, and I'm screwed. I put all my effort into push-ups and sit-ups, and I max those two out. That way, no, I'm absolutely at, not. Because on the, in the Air Force, if you get a 90% on the PT test, you can above, skip the next one. You only Bro, have to do it once a year. Let me do, and then, I will do the next yeah. one in a heartbeat. So I, I do, I do the max on the push-ups and sit-ups because it, it lowers the requirement for how fast I have to run on the run to get that 90. Yeah. So the past two or three PT tests, I've ran like, I had to run it faster than like an 11.42. I can't do those minimums. And, and, I, and I run it in like an 11.20, 11.30 and I just kind of coast, not coast through it. It's still hard. I also don't want to take a break because if I take a break, <laughs> I know I'm not going to do great the next time. Uh, okay. I would rather do yeah. it every six months and know. Uh, not me. Bro, I'll do the, I'll do it bare minimum every time because at least I know I'm gonna pass that run. I used to get stressed. There was a period where I was like worried about. PGs. I'm worried about weight and all for the time. Some, and I would psych myself up for the run so much that that on the last lap of the run I'd be like, and then like on the last turn I'd start to feel sick and I'd throw up over my shoulder. No way, yeah, dude. If you if you puke in the navy, you're done. Really? But they just say you can't leave the track and. If you if you fall if you can't run anymore Dude, then you're fa- so, you don't actually fail but if you if you step off the track then it's a fail. You ready for it's something gross, bro? In boot camp they tell you if if you have to leave the track to puke if you puke on the track you fail. Oh, I don't throw up. On so the guess track. what? Guess what people do? I throw up over my shoulder off the track. Guess what people do? What? So in boot camp when we're running our shirts are tucked in. People will throw up in their shirts. <laughs> oh, you guys are. Gross. I'm telling you, bro. People, people like. But that's the thing is, bro. All you got to do is that for like five minutes. Go to the bathroom, change. Nasty, man. You guys are. But to stay in, bro. That's what people. I I never did that. That's not my thing. Y'all are a different. Bro. But I'm telling you right now, if if it came down to it, when I was joining the military, bro. If I had to, I'm not doing, bro. Question. Eight weeks of boot camp. Just out of curiosity. Do you think you still? Let's say you fail a PT test now. Okay, and then and you fail two or three in a row, and so you're getting discharged. You don't you, get discharged in the Navy for that. Oh, well, see, in the Air Force, if you miss like three so in a it, row. So it used to be that way. It but used to would be you two. keep your GI Bill? That, I don't know. Because it's not a dishonorable. It's just like either a medical or I think less it's a than medical, honorable. But I don't know. I wonder if I'd keep – because at that point, I would rather Mom. get it. <laughs> you're crazy. Right my shirt, bro. I'm not throwing up in my shirt ever. Never once would I do that. <laughs> but like um so in the navy it used to be that way if you failed two pt tests you get discharged now if you fail two pt tests you can't re-enlist okay so like i can say i fail say i join the navy i make my first pt test i go to my actual yep. ship right yep. join the fleet i fail my first pt test which i will tell you in guam like coming to guam is really hard because the humidity for the pt test say you fail your pt test then you're gonna get a low eval Mm-hmm. And then you're going to do your next PT test. If you fail that PT test, you can't re-enlist, but okay. you can finish out. Say you have three years left or four years left. You can finish out those four years. You just can't re-enlist. I mean, at that point, I'd just start failing everything. But you have to. Practice. No, but you, you... If they said, hey, you're not going to be able to re-enlist anyway. But here's and they, the thing, And right? they said six months later, they're like, hey, you're going to PT test. I would run and I, I don't know. I'd fuck it up on purpose. You can't so make the next rank though. 
So? You're telling me, bro, it's like a $100 jump every freaking... Uh, yeah, I guess for the first... 100 bucks a month? But you're 150 bucks a month? You're an E3 or E4? Yeah, I don't want to talk e- about it. You're an E3, <laughs> and you're trying your ass off, and you're not making E4. Yeah. So at that point... But that's because that's the, PT the job test I doesn't chose. really make that big of a difference. That's a job I chose, dude. Yeah. And, and if you fail the PT test, PT test, you go into what's called FEP, oh. which is like a six-month like physical fitness thing. And bro, I'm telling you right now, there's a dude on my ship. He used to be 300 pounds. He lost uh, 150 pounds Good. doing Zumba. That's ridiculous. And guess who's the CFL, who is the physical fitness guy for FEP? So guess what you're doing for six months? <laughs> Zumba, bro. And I'm telling you, bro, I'll, you can make fun of Zumba all you want. That no, crap sucks. Yeah, I, bet I do not want to do Zumba. He's the dude that does Zumba at the Micronesia Mall. Nice. You know the guy, how they do the no. stage? So if you ever go to Micronesia Mall, like later at night, they do like an on-stage Zumba thing and like you can join or whatever you want. He's the guy nice. who does it and he does You know what? Now that I think about it, I, I, I have seen them do that. Even when he's off work, bro, Zumba. Love it. And that's all he does. Physical fitness no, in the good. military is just so weird. Pass. I'm not trying to do Zumba, All right, bro. man. What do you think? All right, so let's let's transition. Let's transition. All right. Um, <laughs> to relationship. You want to talk? You wanted to talk about first moves and meeting girls. Oh, dude. Um, I want to know your thoughts. I no. My concept is I want to know like you've been having having some success lately. Kind of. I'm not trying to do anything. It, it, to be honest, and I know this sounds terrible, but like I be getting free drinks. <laughs> Guys would be like, yo, if you get that girl's number. That's like Severus Snape. You dare use my Bro, people, and, and like, I'm not looking for anything right now because like, I don't want to say this, but my thought process when it comes to relationships with, with someone else right now, and like, I think it's completely unfair to people if you try to start a relationship when you would rather be with somebody else. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm not going to do that to people. Yeah, yeah, I get you. But you're in a bar, bro, and you're just like having fun. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. there's no harm, like, and like. No, yeah, talking yeah. to girls. Yeah. So I was like, whatever. But what is your concept on like, do you have the confidence to just like walk up some to ram a girl? Like anyone, like, because I feel like that's a big thing. Like people no. are like, oh, do you have the confidence? You're never going to see a, this person again. It's a good again. question. Uh, well, it depends. This and if you do. one's pretty small. However, but like, even if you do, all you got to do is not talk to them. It's a bar. Yeah. That's a fair point. Um, you're either going to not talk to them no. at all, or you're going to talk to them one time and then never talk to them again. You so know, like, I don't know. It's really weird. As, as personable as I am, and as much as I find it easy to talk to typically anybody, when I've already established some sort of connection or some, you know, some co- basis on which I can have a conversation, I... So for some reason, am terrified to go up and initiate a conversation with a woman. I just realized that if that they talk to me first, it's easy. I don't. I don't have any problems. But I think uh, subconsciously, I guess the fear of rejection. I guess, but I, Bro, just, I don't give a crap, dude. I just yeah, I just won't go up and talk to a girl. I just realized that that person that I was talking about was going to be watching this. Yeah, <laughs> fuck it. She'll, she'll live with it. She'll be all right. <laughs> Anyways, um, no, I just I think that there's no harm in it, and like no. you get rejected, bro. Like this is a person you don't even. I know. yeah, I just won't. You don't know this person. What's the harm in it? They say no. Oh well. Yeah. Like and and you're never gonna know if you don't try. I think it's just too nerve wracking for me to do it. Uh, that 
I typically feel more comfortable sitting at the bar, either with friends or by myself. I can sit there and enjoy the night without talking, without going up and trying to talk to girls. Bro, and most of the people that like, (laughs) when a girl says no, you just become friends with them. Then you got a friend. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'll tell you what. um, I think the right place, maybe this is advice for guys that are watching. The right place to go up and talk to a girl is a bar. However, caveat, karaoke night. Oh my God. Karaoke night. Dude, did you see that? Dude, I literally (laughs) bounced this off of the freaking thing and it went straight into the shot glass. I'm sorry, but I just, I was like, what? That was cool. I'm taking that. The best place to talk to a girl is a karaoke bar because everybody goes to a karaoke bar and they put their guard down. The worst thing that they do, the most nerve-wracking thing that they do throughout the whole night is sing in front of other people. And if you're good at singing. And so even if you're not there and you, you know, you're, if, if you are there and you're not necessarily going to sing or maybe you're still thinking about it, you're a little nervous. That's the thing you're nervous about. You're not nervous about talking to anybody else. So your guard is down. Specifically, the girl's guard is down. It's real fucking easy to talk to them. And uh, I find the conversations a little more natural. I still won't go up and talk to girls, but girls will talk to me. Sometimes the moment just is like perfect. I'll, I mean, I'll, I'll, the like, bell, bro. I'll be like, <laughs> I'll be like, I'll be like, oh man, like you fucking killed it up there. Like great, great job singing, you and know, Carrie Underwood uh, about tearing up a guy's truck. <laughs> it's careful. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but yeah, I think the conversations are just a little more natural on karaoke nights. Uh, and honestly, that's just where I feel comfortable anyway. But like, even like 4th of July, bro, like <laughs> it really is anywhere as long as you're like just enjoying life. Like, and it doesn't have to be like, oh, hey, I think I, dude, pickup lines. I feel like that's an, I, I don't, don't I don't think the concept of pickup lines works. I saw a TikTok recently. It was actually two guys doing a podcast and the guy asked the other guy, hey, you know, you have any pickup lines that you use every time? And the guy said, he said, yeah, I have one that works pretty well every time. He said, walks up to a girl and he says, are you from Tennessee? Oh, because God. the polar bear, when it breaks the ice, hi, I'm Zach. <laughs> Dude, I will tell you and right I now. I think that that sounds really good. And as much as I, I actually want to use that, I want to try it just to see, just to test, see if it works. I still won't do it. I think. Big old pussy here. Bro, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. Fucking do it, please. When, next time we go, I think the the caveat is you have to be a guy you gotta who seems me. a little nervous to begin with. But I'm not Whereas a confident person. Okay, I just don't care. Yeah, you have but, to be a guy who's a little. And it's bit a confidence booster, bro. To talk to girls. Yeah. I find it confidence boosting when girls when they talk say to yes. Me. Oh well, I mean, of course, <laughs> but like also, like I think the best pickup line is not having a pickup. You walk up to a girl and you're like, look. I will be honest. I've been trying to come up with something smart to say, but I really just can't. But I think you're absolutely beautiful. But then it sounds like you're unoriginal. I don't care. Fair enough. They don't care either. So many guys do pickup lines. The girls don't want someone to come up and with some cheesy thing that they probably Googled. I think, I think it all depends on the situation because a lot of nights the girls are, the girls are out with their, you know, they're out with, they're out with their girls and they don't necessarily want to be hit on by guys yeah. and a guy will like try to stop them while they're walking by or like oh, they see, walk up and try they walk able. up and try to talk to them while they're with their girls and the girl doesn't want to give them the time of day because walk they're away. already yeah true most people so, are like I'm going to keep pursuing I'm like dude you have to know the right time to keep going 
Because if you don't, you just seem like a freaking creep. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you just walk in. If they're not into it, you just walk away. I think the other thing for me is that not only is it a little bit nerve wracking for me, but also I don't want to seem like every other guy walking up to a girl at a bar talking to them. I'm like, they've already been hit on by 10 dudes tonight. I don't. Because obviously they're attractive and that's what makes, that's why I want to go up and talk to them. At physical appearance, right? But... Or maybe they're dancing and they're interesting, whatever. Yeah. But I, I still think like they've already, every other guy has already noticed that and 10 of them have already tried. And so I am not original by walking up and talking. You know what I think the way to see different is? is something I Make saying. friends first. Yeah. And it could literally be for like a 30 minutes That's or an hard. hour. You just talk to them and like actually be interested, actually like as a conversation. Yeah. Because I feel like I'm not a girl, so I don't know. But I feel like girls are at that point where they want a guy to seem like even if they don't approve of them like dating wise that they're still willing to be their friend that's fair and most guys you can tell that dude just wants to yeah. get late but if a dude comes up and he's like oh how are you guys doing like blah 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 and then sits and talks with you for like 30 yeah. minutes that's not normal most guys aren't going to do that they're going to try to shoot their shot yeah. they're going to get rejected or yeah. or approved and then they're going to leave I can't do that. What do you think about girls initiating? Go for it. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't have a problem with that at all. Absolutely agree. It. Like I said, typically because I don't talk to girls, the only times that a girl that I do end up talking to girls in bars is when they initiate the conversation with me. To be fair, most of the time when I'm at the bar, it, not most of the time, but a good portion of the time is when I'm at karaoke night, and so like it, the conversation is a lot more natural. Everybody's guard is down, whatever. Uh, might talk about the song I sing or the song they sing, but typically girls will talk to me, and I, I don't know, I don't, I don't have any problem with it. I don't think that it should be something where girls sit there. Yeah, no. I think it's a stupid societal thing that the, the guy has to talk to the girl. I also first. will talk to anybody. Literally, like, okay, so I don't remember what day it was. I think it was a Friday. It was crazy. The bar was like super packed, and I was hanging out with guys, and they're like, go get that girl's number, I'll buy you a drink. And I was like, bro, free drink? Any day. Let's go. Well, at the end of the night, I was like, dude, I was telling him, I was like, bro, you buy me a drink, I'll get a dude's number. And I did. Oh, yeah. And then and then we went a step further. I tried to convince you to do a body shot. And we were like fully down for it. I said he was down. I was like, bro, let's all fucking do it. I'm never, I don't care, bro. To be fair, this this guy already had his shirt off. He was one of like 10 guys in the bar who for some reason decided to take their shirt off. No, the the, the guitarist took the his guitarist shirt off. The guitarist took his shirt off and then so everybody, everybody else followed else suit. Yeah. Either way... He tried to insult me and tell me he was like, I wouldn't let you do a, it was body a shot. joke. Uh, he meant it. He was, but he would let me do it. But he would let you do it. He was Ooh. like, well, I'm not gonna let you do it, but I'd let, I'd let Clayton do it. And I was like, Good, because I don't, don't want to want take a body shot. I didn't want to, Even but if like, I was gay. You're not attractive. That's man. a story, bro. That is an event in life that you will never forget. Yo, I'm straight, but like one time, we were at this bar, bro. I got a free drink for taking a body shot off another man. Yeah, that was the free drink I was buying you, was the body shot. <laughs> you piece of shit. <laughs> you Thank God sitting, I didn't do You it. were like up on your high and mighty like, yeah, I've already got three drinks for for uh, getting girls numbers I tonight. was like. And so I had to take you down a notch. And I was going to do it. And we and you probably thought that we were like, no. Him and I were completely going to do it. But and in if the he end, was like, yeah, I will 100%. Yeah. 
would have done it. I, I, I think don't care, bro. If you were dedicated enough, you would have found another I would, guy. No, bro. I would, shut up, dude. <laughs> no. We had already established this was who it was going to be. And he was like, no. So, I'm, you know what? I'm offended. <laughs> no, I don't care. Oh, I was like, I was just having fun. I didn't yeah. give a shit. Yeah. He did try to insult me and try to tell me that he wouldn't. I'm really hung up on that because he was the douchebag. You're offended shirt. that a dude wouldn't let you take a shot. No, <laughs> not because of that, but because he tried to insinuate that I wasn't attractive enough. And I'm like, dude, first of all, he's a dude who's straight. Like, second, what do you expect? Okay. First of all, if I was gay, I wouldn't think you were attractive enough. And secondly, you're the douchebag not wearing a shirt in a bar right now. Like, Bro, he was straight. What do you expect him? Oh, dude, take a No, but he, okay. <laughs> please, please. Suck from my chest. No, like this dude's not gonna. Oh, but he was excited to have you do it. He wasn't excited. He just thought it was funny. He did think it was funny. <laughs> Some dude comes up to me like, yo, can I get your number? <laughs> He's like, yeah. Can I can I take a body shot off you too? <laughs> I'm gonna be like, first of all, no, you're weird. Number, like, why are why are you asking? That's weird, bro. It's weird. And then if he asked to do a body shot, I'm gonna be like, uh, bro, any year look, from man, now. I'm I'm good. I'm not. I don't roll that way. In a year, I'm not gonna know this dude. I don't care. Yeah. Now, if Big John loved him to death, big, big burly man was like, "Yo, take a body shot." I'm not, bro. Hair? No, nah, not about it. Not about it. I would absolutely. <laughs> There's a lot of other things that I would do before I do that. Do like, a shot, body shot, off a job. anything besides like that. Uh, take a body shot off a stripper on the table. Probably. <laughs> Probably. All right. What do you think is your perfect first date? I'd say, this might sound creepy, but I'd say like do a little research. Like find out what they like. Stop. No, not stalk them, <laughs> but like if you like catch a vibe that they like it, like doing like adventurous stuff. You're about to get mad at me. I like go-karts. Take them go-karting. Go-karting is like, because I'm a competitive person. Granted, I lost driving a pink go-kart. He took a girl go-karting. And when I mentioned how much I love go-karting, he Both still took- Yeah, we talked about this I get the it. last. I get it. I understand. It's okay. Um, it was a date, so I really can't be mad about it, but- so your per per perfect first date is like not necessarily go karting, like, but like yeah, figure out what they kind of like. If yeah. they're competitive people, like I feel like go karting or like laser tag or or whatever is a good. You know, I hate more than anything. I hate movie dates for a first date. Yeah, agreed. Because it's not you're supposed to the first date is supposed to get to know them. Yeah, and you already and I honestly think it's a setup for a hookup. Because you you don't know this person, but you obviously are attracted to them. They're obviously attracted to you because they're willing to go out on a date. Yeah. And you're putting yourself in a dark room watching a movie and then you're probably going to either go back to your place and be like, hey, you want to come over? Or you're going to drop them off at their place and they're going to be like, yo, you want to come in? And I think it's dumb. Because when have you ever watched a movie with a girl on a date, and first date, there? and it didn't end up? In anything more. I think that's happened many times. Really? However, there have been times... But where the thought has come across your mind. Well, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I suppose. The thought comes across your mind. Uh, yeah, I just think... That's not like my intent. Dates, 
movie dates are awkward anyway. Like, you don't get the chance to talk to them. It's dark. And if you try to talk to them, you're the asshole for talking in the theater. Maybe if you, like, go out to eat or, like, do something before the movie, go for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, get to know them prior to going to the movie, and then you're, like, both. I think there's better oh, I want to go to the movie. I definitely. Because. Classic dates, like, mini golf. Mini golf. I mean, I don't love it. Uh, it's not bad. It's not bad. It's just a little too cliche. Oh, the mini golf? Yeah, like everybody does mini golf or movies. Bro, it's a competitive thing. But it is a really good date. It is a yeah. really good date. That's why it's tried. I love cli- I don't I I, do, I like cliche dates. <laughs> I like cliche competitive dates. Yeah. I feel like go-karting was kind of like a cliche. I mean, we were literally watching this dating show and they yeah. did go-karting. And like I had already had it planned out and I was like, screw this. Now I feel unoriginal. Yeah. But we had already had it planned out to go. And then like going on a four-wheeler or like anything where you get the chance to know who they are besides just like sitting down and like doing the open line conversations. Yeah, I get that. I feel like it's actually fairly easy in Guam to do original date ideas because you, you could go movies. There's no mini golf on the island. There is go-karting. There's one place and it's kind of out of the way. You're going to laugh, bro. Um, But, but in Guam, you could uh, just as easily do a go on a date and then pick a beautiful place to sit and watch the sunset. Something oh, like now that. who's cool? Where you can, yeah, but that's, <laughs> yeah, but that's a good place because you can Dude, s- you can sit there and talk the whole time. You're gonna laugh at me. I feel like hiking is also a great thing. I feel like hiking is a go to. Depends on the girl for sure. Well, and that's the thing is like I don't want somebody who's not gonna be able to go hiking. Yeah, I dated a girl who, who, I like she's very big into fitness and it's very surprising. Maybe she wasn't as much into fitness then, but she was still very fit. And so it blew my mind when we went on a hike and she couldn't, like she couldn't do the hike. And it was like a fairly easy hike. And I had to like hold her hand the whole way, which obviously means my- But at least she did it. She did it. Like she put the work in. Yeah. I think she still had fun. So She liked it. But- My thing is like, if you're not willing to- Yeah. Like I want to be able to like- Take a girl shooting, bro. Like, yeah. like, or yeah, go on a hike or. I, I can't wait to get back jump to the on an ATV. And have actual, like, like options for dates, like fucking axe throwing. Dude, I did that in San Diego. Not on a date, was it cool? but I just yeah, it was fun. It was a little scary because like you really? throw it, and if you miss, bro, that fucker will pop back. <laughs> Not great. But I went. I, met, I had a buddy that I went to. Um, I don't remember AIT or like training school. Uh, it's called A School the name, yeah. and uh, we had fun. It was pretty cool. I enjoyed it. Um, but yeah, I don't. I I hate dinner dates are cool, but I want to do more than just a dinner date. Yeah. Um, movie dates, I guess, are fine if if you've been dating for a while. Oh well, yeah, of course. When you've yeah, been dating. like if you want to like go out to movies, whatever. Or, I like, think a like, movie theater is a little bit of a boring date just because you don't get the chance to like talk to them. And it becomes a long date. So let's say you go out to dinner and you plan to go to a movie date. And most people aren't going to say no once they're already on the date. They're just going to wait for the date to be over. So let's say you do a mo- you do a dinner for an hour and then you go to do a movie date for another two hours. Now it's become a pretty long date for a date that you may not enjoy. But don't bring at, it up. Yeah. I would but, say do a dinner date. And then if it's going good yeah. and they want to like hang out more, be like, Hey, uh, you want to like go to a movie? Like, yeah. I'm about to go to a movie. Do you want to come with? Yeah. Um, Just add it. You know, ironically, 
a lot of good date ideas have come from this show. Oh God! Uh, from the from the from dating show, show, the show that I was watching with my mom and my sister. Um, what the fuck? Go karting. It? <laughs> dating. It's called Dating No Filter. It's actually a really good show. They set people up on blind dates, and sometimes it gets too. Much these good. people, they kind they know like each other's names, and I think maybe they get told like. But they don't get to see what they no, look like. One person, they they have two parts of the date. One person gets to choose one part. So typically it'll be like something fun, like go-karting or fucking What's, some sort of dancing. Dude. And then the second half of the date is either dinner or drinks or yeah. something like that. So I each, like that. each person gets to pick one half of the date and that's pretty cool. But somebody went like, on a gym date. I think that's the dumbest, because in my opinion, like if I take a girl on a gym date, that's me saying, look, I have to go to the gym anyways. So really you can just come along. Like I, I gotta go on a gym. I gotta go to the gym. Yeah. You can come along. I I really don't want to take the time out of my day yeah. to come spend time with there's you. Some really dumb ones for That's sure. Stupid. But there's some there's some cool ones. It's actually a good show. Everybody that is listening should go watch it. It's pretty fucking funny. It's um, it is pretty funny. It's got some funny parts to it. But but anyway. It's not something I would do normally. Watch the show or go dating. A blind date. Dude, I don't... Do you do Tinder? I have, yeah. I can't do Tinder. I don't like it. Why? Because, like, I would much rather meet a person in person. A person in person. Because, like... Everybody wants to. It's just the nerve-wracking part of it. It's not nerve... I don't understand the nerve-wracking concept. Because, like... It's nerve-wracking. Dude, I swipe right on a person, right? Say you swipe... I think it's a waste of time for the most part, but yeah. But Tinder? I feel like Tinder is just for hookups. No. And I'm not about hookups. I don't do hookups. It's not. There's plenty of people who are on there to actually date. But I think for the most part, most of the people are on there just to kill time. And so they're like... It's just a game. They don't see. actually... They don't actually fucking see message. who likes you like, back. Yeah, I mean, I can match with 20 girls and I might even, I might message one. Really? Maybe. Okay. No, I'm not even kidding. I might message one. Uh, and... Girls are also on there not replying back to messages. And you can, I've tried some, you can come it. up with some really interesting shit and a girl will not message back. But if you message the word hey. Oh, bro, I'll be that Tried guy. and true. I have fucking done this. I'll be that I've, guy. I've tested it. I've sent something that should be, that I would think is an interesting message. Uh, maybe even coming up with something from their bio, if they have one, uh, or from their pictures. And then I've had, I've done the same amount of messages where I just said the word hey. And more girls reply to hey. It's really fucking, it's dumb. It doesn't make any that's sense. That's so weird to me because like I Yeah. I'm not gonna come up with something special, bro. If no, if, if 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 I well, match you would succeed on Tinder. Good. However, the problem I would? is when you say hey, where the fuck do you take the conversation from there? If you start off with How's it age, going? If you, you do the small talk, no, you move on. No, it's so dumb, bro. I hate the small talk and it will die fast. No, you do like three minutes of small talk. Nah, man. And three minutes for like a message. But the thing on Tinder on is that people will media. message back fast enough. To do small talk and have five messages, then Even I'd say then, five messages. The, I would say, I, and there's probably a good statistic on it. Probably like eighty percent of of Tinder dies in the first three messages. But that's because the thing: people like, have to be interested right away, which yeah. is really why it's really ironic that the word "hey" gets more responses. But you know me, like I think girls are. Weird. You don't know me, like on social media wise, but like on social media, I'm not. I'm not putting in crazy effort. I'm not doing it. Yeah. But but like in a bar, dude, I don't care. Oh, I won't. I'll, I'll have way also more. won't put in any crazy effort because. But like, you can jump into a conversation at any time. I'm not saying like eavesdrop, but like, you could literally be like, say some girls like talking about ringing a bell where you have to buy shots for the mm-hmm. whole 
the whole bar and you're like, I'll do it. No, you won't. <laughs> Here's the deal. If I ring this bell, I get your phone number. <laughs> Bam, ring the bell. <laughs> bro. He says, fuck it. That's what I'm saying, bro. It's 45 bucks. That's a lot. To but then you have a friend. Then you have a friend though. And then you like just start talking with them and you see them out. You, you find out they're pretty cool. Like that if I won't even talk, go up and talk to girls, I was going to, I bro, would ring the bell. It's just a funny $5 for a single number. But no, I'm not doing it for the number. Then it's just doing it for the experience at that point. Fair. Cause then it's like, it's like a, like a fun Fair. thing. It is you've funny. Done it in is the fun. Past. It's yeah. And it's a ballsy, it's a ballsy move. Yeah. What was that? Uh, Xbox wants to turn off and automatically in five minutes. Oh, okay. Cool. All right. Well, I think that bell was a perfect uh, end. Cut out. <laughs> yeah, it's the perfect uh, cue. It's the cue for the end of the episode. Um, so, thanks everybody for listening. You know, we're uh, we're enjoying doing this, and we're gonna keep it going. We're gonna try to do this once a week. And um, next week's absent. Next week is absent. Yeah. So we're uh, gonna get fucked. Yeah, if you haven't figured it out by now, the episode will be named based on the drink that we do. So this episode will be called Corona Sunrise. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> but uh, Free advertisement. <laughs> yeah. So thanks for watching. Hope to see you back next week. Good night.